Uh, right now, though, we're going to have a conversation about red tape reduction in our province, and we know that's been a big push by the provincial government right from day one. They campaigned on it, and they have um, forged ahead on this um, quite proudly. And uh, you know what? When you talk about reducing red tape, not a lot of people get upset by it in most ways, but we're going to get into that discussion. But we actually have an associate minister of red tape reduction in this province, and we've seen a lot of different pieces of legislation. The government website reports hundreds of different red tape reduction initiatives, and it touches on all kinds of different things, from license plate stickers to liquor, you name it. But there's been some concern over at least part of the most recent legislation. We've talked about it here on the show. Um, with some groups that are worried about changes being made to public lands and provincial parks management. And we talked uh, previously about just how the minister says, well, you can just make some simple changes. You don't have to be reporting back to Edmonton. And yeah, okay, but there was some concern about how that might happen and some areas could be adversely affected. Well, they're not alone in thinking that. Our next guest also has some concerns. We're chatting now with Lauren Fitch, who is a professional biologist, a retired fish and wildlife biologist, and a former adjunct professor with the University of Calgary. Lauren, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Good morning, Shay. So, I mean, like I said earlier, I think when you when you hear the headline, when you see the banner saying, hey, red tape reduction, most people say, oh, thank goodness. We all know bureaucracy can be a nightmare. So it, it's it, it's a good thing if it's done properly, right? Is that sort of the point you're making? Well, I, I think we have to look at uh, at this in its broader context. I think what most people think, and, you know, certainly you and I are probably going to appreciate, is we, we think about red tape reduction as, you know, we've got unnecessary paperwork or we've got to obtain a license for something and there's multiple levels of decision-making. And we hear about things like, well, now we can drink beer in a park or we can bring our dog to a restaurant patio. That's got to be a good thing. Well, it, it may well be, but I think when you start tinkering with some of the essential safeguards that protect our public land and our parks, that goes well beyond the sort of red tape that we're, we're talking about. And, it, and I think in some cases it, it becomes a code word for deregulation. Okay, so let's let's go through some of the specifics here and what you're seeing as concerning. I guess it's Bill 21 we're talking about here primarily, right? That's right. The Red Tape Reduction yeah. Statutes Amendment Act. Okay, so what do you see in there that gives you pause? Well, the first thing, Shay, is that uh, it, it provides us with what seems to be a solution. And what I'd like to know and what others, I think, would like to know is what is the problem? You know what? What things are, what are being you addressing? Changed? Exactly. What What are the things that are, are are constraining people? And and is it related to, for example, the opportunity for more development to occur in parks and on public lands? Okay. Now, when we talked to the minister about this, as I say, a while back, and I, I mean, it's a big bill, so maybe he's talking about a different area. But he was saying things like, you know, if you need to change signage, we don't need to have the park regulator running all the way back to Edmonton to talk to the minister to change a sign. If it's a no-brainer and a simple decision like that, we want to get out of the way and let them make decisions to run it properly. That was his response. Well, you know, when I heard that, Shay, I thought to myself, you're hiring competent professionals to run public lands and and parks. Why would they need to come back to Edmonton with signage issues? And so I, I just see that as a bit of smoke, frankly. Okay. 
in terms of the way this could be done, it sounds like you're thinking we could use some more guardrails, I guess, around uh, rather than making it uh, as blanket as it might be. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think we want to have a bit of legislation that's a blank check. Right. I, I think what, what we want for our public lands and our parks is we want public land planning and park planning that has extensive public consultation and engagement and, and science, you know, that, that is open, transparent, and that uh, the public has the opportunity to see what's happening at, at any change that's that's anticipated or proposed uh, you know the, the the problem shay is that we already have a very busy landscape in terms of our public lands and parks and these landscapes c- cannot afford in a lot of cases to have a lot more development done on them and and that's why i think this has to be part of land use planning so that we can approach this rationally um with with science that gives us the guardrails that you spoke about about uh, you know what are the essential uh, constraints on development. Without that, I think we just make a, a busy landscape even more busy, and and we uh, we don't protect those lands for the values that Albertans want. Do you concede that there does need to be some sort of change? Let's start there. I mean, uh, do we need, uh, is the way it's being done, is there a lot of red tape? Is there a lot of burden? Is there a lot of, you know, uh, bureaucracy that's getting in the way of managing things, you know, more efficiently? Is there even a problem that needs to be addressed here? Well, if there is, I'd like to know about it. And I think a lot of people would like to know about it. I think what, uh, what drives this, and, you know, in my career I've seen lots of red tape reduction initiatives and it and it generally comes from a consistent refrain from business and industry and that refrain is we want certainty we want to understand yes. what the rules of the game are and and then usually when the rules of the game are provided then they say well those aren't actually the rules that we expected we wanted less rules and and so we we get into this business of well certainty is part and parcel of protecting the values that Albertans have for these public lands and these were not they were not dreamt up overnight they evolved over time uh, they, they recognize changing situations and uh, and the changing situation you know that I just talked about is that these landscapes have become more and more busy and uh, if we want them, those public lands and parks, to produce things like quality recreation, uh, produce water, uh, you know, your listeners in Edmonton and Calgary are both downstream water drinkers, depending on the eastern slopes, as an example. You know, we, we want our infrastructure to be safe. We want our food to be safe. And, uh, and that's how regulations evolved. Um, they, they didn't evolve necessarily to just get in people's faces because you know that's what we often think they are they were designed to protect us and and protect things that people valued yeah exactly yeah very interesting perspective lauren i appreciate you spending some time to share it with us this morning